Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Rajki, your host, and Don Kennedy is here with me co-hosting. Good morning. We are excited about the Word of God every week. Every week we're excited about the Word of God. You know why? Because it's alive. Because it's alive. It's it's breathing. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It speaks to us. And so um, we are going to jump in. Today, we're going to talk about the plot and the anointing. The plot, dun, dun, dun. And, dun, 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 the plot and the anointing. And uh, we're going to start looking at the, the last uh, days right before Jesus was crucified and then raised from the dead. And we're going to start walking through that. And um, to prepare our hearts for this uh, time of Easter and remembering what Christ did for us, how much He loves us, and that He's ra- He raised again. He's He was at He's at the right hand of the Father. Uh, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead quickens our mortal body. Uh, but we're and we're gonna, seated up there with Him, and we're seated with Him in <laughs> heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! <coughs> Excuse me. So we're going to start, Don. We're going to start in John chapter 11, and I'm going to begin reading in verse 45. Then many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen the things Jesus did believed in him. Now, this was not too long after Jesus had raised Lazarus from the dead. Uh, He had been raised from the dead and uh, the Jews are then really concerned then because uh, Jesus' notoriety, his power, and the people following after him. So uh, many of the Jews who had come to Mary had seen the things Jesus did, believed in him. They, believe, they began to believe in Jesus Christ. But some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things Jesus did. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered a council and said, What shall we do for this man works? many signs. If we let him alone like this, everyone will believe in him. Now, who's saying this? This is the religious people. Yeah, these are the ones that don't really want you to believe in it. Right, right, (laughs) right. Uh, They will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. So they're kind of worried about their status. Right, exactly. And in the Amplified, it says, let let me look at that verse there. Well, I think I'm in a different spot on the Amplified Dawn. John, I need to be in John. Here we go, here we go. And yet, in spite of all this, many, even of the leading men, the authorities and nobles, believed and trusted in him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it. Mm. For fear that if they should acknowledge him, Jesus, they would be expelled from the synagogue. For they loved the approval and the praise and glory that come from men instead of and more than the glory that comes from God. They valued their credit with men more than their credit with God. Wow. Ouch. Wow. Careful, careful. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Man, that's something to measure your life by right Mm -hmm. there. That's something to decide. Am, Am I loving my position, my place, uh, the place that God may that God gave me, but am I honoring that? What I do and what other people think of me and their approval more than the praise and the glory and the honor of God? Lord, help us. Jesus, help me not to do that. Yeah, Lord, help us. 
Because let me tell you something, power can corrupt you if you're not acknowledging and humbling yourself before God and acknowledge that it's God. The Bible says in Deuteronomy, it's God that gives you the power to get wealth. Mm-hmm. says in Zechariah, it's not by might nor by power, but by mm-hmm. my spirit, spirit, says the Lord. So we have to remember when God does give us promotion and place influence, authority, that it comes from God. Mm-hmm. And let us always acknowledge that it does come from him. And make sure that, that it's more important what he thinks than That's what man right. thinks. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Serving him and everything you do in word or deed, do it all unto the Lord. Had Hardly. To, had to make many choices oh, yeah. to do that, right. especially in ministry, right? We right. have to decide. Some people don't like it when we go into ministry. or Right. We, sometimes family doesn't. Right. Yeah. You have to say, well, I'm going to obey God more than Yeah, obey God more than man. And, you know... When we keep our eyes on the Lord and not on the people, that makes a difference. You know, we're there to serve the people, right? But not receive from them uh, any uh, of our value, our worth. Our value right. and our worth uh, does not come from place or position from people. It comes from God, right? It's God given. And so, I want to read this again in the Amplified. And yet, in spite of all of this, many even of the leading men, the authorities and nobles, believed and trusted in him, but because of the Pharisees, there's a but, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it. Now, what does the word say? If you don't confess him before men, he will not confess you before the Father. You have to acknowledge and confess him. So what was it going to do? Cost them their eternity, mm-hmm. their salvation. For uh, Because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it for fear. See, fear, the enemy operates in fear. For fear that if they should acknowledge him, they would be expelled from the synagogue, from their place, from their position. For they love the approval and the praise and the glory that come from men instead of and more than the glory that comes from God. They valued their credit with men more than their credit with God. Let us not be men pleasers. Let us be God pleasers. But Jesus loudly declared, The one who believes in me does not only believe and trust and rely on me, but in believing in me, he believes in him who sent me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is a word right there. Mm -hmm. That is a word. So you know what? That wasn't actually... that was, I guess that's the scripture the Lord wanted me to turn to I was and read. Saying, I was looking, I was like, that's not in this no, it's not passage. In, uh, John, but man, does that not go with it. Right. Wow. So verse 44 and 40, well, goodness. I just totally got out of order, Don. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Let me go back over here where I was. <laughs> so if we let him alone, they said, the Pharisees, Everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will take away both our place and our nation. That is so funny that I turned that out of the scripture that goes right with that. Mm -hmm. Because, again, they were worried about their position and their place. And one of them, Caiaphas, who being the high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people, and not that the whole nation should perish. Now, this he did not say on his own authority, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation. 
he was against Jesus. I mean, he was the one that was pushing for him to be uh, crucified. And he didn't know he was opening his mouth and prophesying the very thing that Christ would be doing for us. Christ the Messiah. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Oh, I just see everybody well, joining me, on the Facebook. Hi, everybody. Bless y'all. Yeah, to me, that's also him saying, it's better for me to profess what is right mm -hmm. than it is to uh, to lose the nation. You know, to lose. Uh, it's better for me to lose my position than it is to uh, gain your approval. Right, you right. He, I mean, it's both ways. It was prophesying Jesus' death and what we have to do sometimes. We sometimes have to die to self and trust God with what he wants to do in our lives. Yeah. And boy, was Jesus our example in that, mm -hmm. to die to self. So they, uh, the, the leadership, the religious, see, we're, we're not to be religious. We're to have a relationship. We're to have a living, breathing, moving uh, companionship and relationship with the Lord. That makes all the difference in the world. They said, okay, I actually found it, Dawn, in the Amplified. <laughs> so the chief priests and Pharisees called a meeting of the council, the Sanhedrin, and said, what are we to do? For this man performs many signs, evidences, and miracles. You would think that they would have turned to him, that they would have believed on him. Man, this he, he's doing miracles and signs and wonders. Mm -hmm. If we let him alone to go on like this, everyone will believe in him. And not in them. Mm-hmm. They will not be in looking to rules. Jesus yeah. and not to them. Mm -hmm. And the Romans will come and suppress and destroy our t and take away our holy place in our nation, our temple and city and our civil organization. I mean, they just thought everything around them was going to collapse if they did. Mm -hmm. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year, declared, you know nothing at all. I love the fact that this man unknowingly prophesies mm -hmm. about Jesus. Nor do you understand or reason out that it is expedient and better for your own welfare that one man should die on behalf of the people that the whole nation should that the whole nation should perish and be destroyed and ruined now he did not say this simply of his own accord but he was not self-moved <laughs> but being the high priest that year he prophesied that Jesus was to die for the nation. He thought he, was, God. he should die for it because of the nation, so that it didn't ruin the nation, but right. instead he was to save the nation. Right. He was, he, God mm -hmm. had a, an eternal purpose mm -hmm. planned from, uh, foreordained from the foundation of mm -hmm. the world. And this man who was bent on destroying Jesus for the wrong reasons, because of place and position and the approval of man, a, ma a man pleasing spirit, he prophesies what, what our master, our savior, our Messiah, Christ, the anointed one and his anointing was going to do. What the father sent the son to do and the son to do was, was going to do it. And the Holy Spirit, by the power of the resurrection, was going to raise him up out of the grave. Woo, I love it. We hadn't even got to that part, Don. That's a couple <laughs> of weeks down the road. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Woo, <laughs> Don't get is, ahead of yourself. I am, we're still in the plot right now. We're still now. in the plot. We're talking about the plot and the anointing. But we're going to be looking over the next few weeks right up to uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm. And so I, I get so excited. And plus, as I was talking about earlier, uh, I think it was before we actually started the radio broadcast that I am going to be, I'm going to be 
speaking and giving the Easter sunrise message at the Coming King Sculpture Prayer Garden at 7.30 on Easter morning. And I'm so excited about mm-hmm. it, I can't hardly stand it. <laughs> the only thing is, folks, you better pray. I only have 20 minutes. <laughs> I mean, I hope y'all believe in miracles. <laughs> It's not going to be a five-part series. Because, you know, we just spent a whole five weeks on Colossians chapter three. <laughs> but I have 20 minutes to preach. And so I, I suggest y'all start praying and fasting. <laughs> <laughs> and show up. It's at 520 Benson Drive, Kerrville, Texas. And hundreds of thousands of people have been pouring through there where God is moving in a mighty, powerful way. It's a big, there's a big, huge 77.7 foot core tin, blood red steel, empty cross. It's massive because he's no longer on the cross. He arose from the dead and is seated at the right hand of there the Father. There you go Father. again. You're going Ooh, to Easter glory. already. Oh, we're I'm not going even, to we're Easter. Still mm-hmm. 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 We're still in the plot. We're still in the plot. It's so hard. <laughs> okay. That's the best part, right? Rain it in. Rain it in. Rain it in. But you remember, we're talking about the plot and the anointing. And this this story here about the plot to kill Jesus is right after, right after Lazarus was raised from the dead. And so what happened? Caiaphas, the, the, the Pharisees, the, the council, they got really jealous. They were envious because they were in competition. They were man-pleasers, very worried about their position, their place, and their money, and have everybody look up to them as being somebody. and Having all the answers. Having all the answers, having all the power to say, you'll live or die, or, you know, uh, who comes and goes and no, they were all looking to them. So they were accustomed. The, the religious leaders were accustomed to the people serving them. They following, wanted following people them, following yeah. and serving them rather than uh, God, right? Actually going to God, actually having that relationship instead of uh, a relationship instead of religion. And Jesus was about to break up on a brand new way of getting to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So they were the, the religious authorities were holding on for their place, holding on to their, their position. They were men pleasers, and they they wanted the approval of man more than God. It's so cool too how God operates in opposite in an opposite spirit, right? So what they were using to destroy what they thought was going to destroy Jesus mm-hmm. was actually going to give them life. Right. So they were playing right into the Father's hands. Hallelujah. <laughs> and they, but with the with a different uh, perspective, they thought they were going to stop something, mm-hmm. and actually they were going to further it, further it, and make it big. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, they really got all riled up and wound up after Jesus uh, raised Lazarus from the mm-hmm. dead because mm-hmm. see they couldn't do any signs and wonders. Come right. on now, right? They were not able. They didn't have the power to raise the dead. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the power to open blinded eyes and deaf ears and cause the mute to speak and cause uh, those demon-possessed to come back into their right mind. They didn't have the power to cast out demons and hear Jesus and his followers are doing it. Mm-hmm. And jealousy and competition and fear and holding on to place, holding on to self, rose up blocking them from following Jesus. My, 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 my. Mm-mm-mm. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Uh, because I'm telling you what, uh, there is salvation in no other name but the right. name of Jesus. 
And one more time before we go any further, I'm going to read that those two verses out of the Amplified that I accidentally turned to, but ties <laughs> right into it. And yet, in spite of all this, many, even of the leading men, the authorities and the nobles, believed and trusted in Jesus. But. What's your butt but, getting in the way? That's right. <laughs> that's right. Because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it for fear that if they should acknowledge him, they would be expelled from the synagogue. They didn't want to be cast out. For they loved the approval and the praise and the glory that come from men instead of and more than the glory that comes from God. They valued their credit with men more than their credit with God. Lord, forgive us for mm -hmm. any time and any way that we have valued our credit and pleasing of men more than you, yes, God. Father, forgive us forgive for us. seeking after the approval of man when we already have your approval through the name and the blood of Jesus. See that big red stamp? Yes. Approved. approved. We are already approved. Mm -hmm. We already have the highest place and position because we're seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers and rulers of darkness, and every name that is named. Wow. Whew, this is really like jumping out to me. We need to get this, Dawn. Mm -hmm. We need to mm -hmm. get this in our spirit. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. Then from that day on, from that day on, they plotted to put Jesus to death. He had not done one thing worthy of death. Mm -mm. Not one thing did he do that deserved death, but he came to die. Everything he did improved someone's life. Right. Improved their health, improved mm -hmm. their life, improved their well-being, improved their peace. Right. But you need to die for that. Right. Therefore, Jesus no longer walked openly among them, among the Jews, but went from there into the country near the, near the wilderness to a city called Ephraim, and there remained with his disciples. So Jesus knew their plot. He knew what was going to happen, but it, it wasn't the exact time yet. It wasn't the exact moment. He had other things to do. Other things had to happen and to be fulfilled for that to happen. So he didn't move among them anymore like that. From that day on, they took counsel and plotted together how they might put him to death. For that reason, Jesus no longer appeared publicly among the Jews, but there, but left there and retired to the district uh, that borders on the of the wilderness, the desert, to a village called Ephraim. And there he stayed with the disciples. Can you imagine that? I mean, he knows he's going to die. Mm -hmm. He's going to be separated from them. You know, Jesus was fully God and fully man. Mm -hmm. And don't you know, I mean, as, as we go on further in the studies uh, going up, uh, we're going to find out in the Garden of Gethsemane mm -hmm. how much his heart was being ripped from him, how much pain he was experiencing in so many realms and levels. But he loved his disciples just like he loves mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he went to stay with them, to be with them as much as he could. And... Now the Jewish Passover was at hand, and many from the country went up to Jerusalem in order that they might purify and consecrate themselves before the Passover. So they kept looking for Jesus. They were keep looking. looking. Yeah, Don't stop keep, looking. That's right. Keep looking <laughs> to him. Uh, look away unto Jesus, the author and the finish of our faith. 
And they questioned it among themselves as they were standing about in the temple area. What do you think? Will he not come to the feast at all? I mean, Jesus, because of who he was, the living word, and for what he was doing in his heart, many, I mean, many people were coming for the Passover, so it's packed. And one of my studies, one of my books is talking about how, you know, hundreds and thousands of people would filter through uh, for the Passover. Mm-hmm. And people had heard about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus was doing something that caused the people to hunger and look to him. It's because he was the feast. He was the feast. Mm-hmm. And he was the Passover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was the lamb that was slain, mm-hmm. about to be slain. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how all this follows exactly the exact timetable. And so uh, they're all looking th- for him. Their eyes are on him. They're looking to him. Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he should report it to them so that they might arrest him. Now we're talking about the plot and the anointing. Mm-hmm. And I have the second half of the, med- of the radio program, we're going to talk about the anointing. What happened? It's so amazing. But if you stop, I like to stop and look back. Okay, if I was there, if I was in that day, number one, would I have been one that would have been more afraid of people knowing that I was following Jesus and I, was, I could lose and risk it all? Would I, was I going to be more concerned about that? What other people would think if I was going to lose position, if I was going to lose place? You were going to lose your life? Lose my life? Or was I going to be true to my heart and, and not do what some of the, uh, the, uh, the leaders did? They were afraid to even, uh, and even the people, they were afraid to acknowledge that they believed in Jesus because they feared the people and they were man-pleasers. And you think about, now all this has been building, Don. Mm-hmm. Jesus is getting more and more notoriety. And he's just raised Lazarus from the dead. It stirred up the religious people, stirred up envy and pride and jealousy and fear. Stirred up the demons. Stirred up they the demons. Want, they thought they win right. and they don't. Right. <laughs> it, everything is, is just stirred up. Mm-hmm. But the people... They know there's something different about this man called Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so they are turning to him. They, they are, are believing in him. But there was fixing to be, <coughs> excuse me, a line drawn in the sand. Are you going to believe even when it costs you something? Are you going to believe when you have to lay something down? Mm-hmm. Is it going to, are you going to have that kind of relationship, commitment, uh, in faith to do that, and to say, "If all forsake me, yet I will trust Him." You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cling to Him. And so you can see, there's a great dividing line with mm-hmm. the people, and at the same time, there is a great stirring up of the religious leaders, uh, and even much, even so much that Jesus no longer goes in and, and is public among them, doing what He was doing. He goes, He pulls aside, and He didn't walk among them anymore because. He had to wait till the appointed, uh, from the foundation of the world, the exact moment that they were to take him into custody mm-hmm. and begin, uh, you know, all the whole process. Yeah, of, they didn't have any power until right, until he allowed right, it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he withdrew himself 
to be with his disciples. That touches my heart, mm-hmm. that he went to be with his disciples. When he's about to be crucified, mm-hmm. he goes to be with them and to spend as spend the last... To pour whatever he can right, into Pour them. into them, just like <laughs> he them. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he had been telling them for six months already that I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. The Son of Man's going to die, but I'll be raised again on the third day. Mm-hmm. He'd been telling them, but they couldn't wrap their minds around it because it didn't fit into their expectation and their theology. And if Jesus taken over the nation well, and, uh, you know, instead of the Romans being in charge, they were going to be in charge. Probably didn't even uh, speak to what they were seeing, the life that he was giving everybody. They didn't understand how he could be killed for it. Mm-hmm. He just... I'm sure they they thought people were going to just finally turn around, yeah, and see the truth, yeah, and see the goodness of God, and thinking maybe this is just going to be a spiritual thing, mm-hmm, you know. He's mm-hmm. just, you know, this is symbolic. Mm-hmm, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. No, he's going to die. die. He's going to the blood is going. His life blood is going to be poured out, mm-hmm. and they they just could not seem to get there in their brain. So, you know, if you think about that. Now, people are going towards him. The religious leaders are stirred up, and the plot is put into place now. And the the chief priests and the Pharisees had given a command that if anyone, we're not talking about just the Roman soldiers, we're not just talking about the religious leaders, the scribes, the Pharisees. There was a command for anyone, the people. Mm -hmm. Look, if you see him, you report it to us so that they could seize him. Listen, we are out of time for the first half, and we're going to go. Our second half is going to. We're going to talk about the anointing, and this, the next part. I don't. Hopefully, I can keep it together because it's so precious. What happens? Uh, we are walking through the last few days, over the next few weeks. We're going to walk through the last few days of uh, Jesus's life on Earth and, and His resurrection. So I hope you stay with us. But today is the plot and the anointing. Listen, if you need prayer, call our prayer line at eight six six. Two four one zero five seven nine. We have anointed, trained prayer ministers to pray for you, and we'll send you out some scriptures that will help you in regards to the prayer need that you have. Go to our website at luada.org, l-o-u-a-d-a.org, and uh, uh, there's lots of free resources for you. And uh, there are, I don't know, <laughs> hundreds of podcasts, radio shows, or TV programs from our BP Pro Free Free Program. You can go in there and find out when our actual TV program airs on Impact Network. Uh, there's all different ways that you can connect with us. Please go to our website at lureta.org. Let me tell you, thank you. Thank you for giving to this ministry and help us to continue to preach the gospel on radio, TV, in person, conferences, wherever we go, churches. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and God bless you. And listen, if you want to donate again or you've never donated, you could do that at lureta.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. Don't go anyway. I'll be right back.